Welcome back to another episode of the Business Blast podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Wagner, and today I have Max Friedman with us. He is the co-founder and CEO of GiveButter, a modern fundraising platform for small groups and the causes they support. So welcome to the show, man. Thanks, Tyler. Glad to be here. Awesome to have you on. So Max, the first question I got for you is, what is the best story from your life that has an underlying valuable message? Oof. Uh... I think the big theme of my life has just been uh, sort of getting obsessively interested in things. So like when I was a kid, I just was super hooked on video games. And then towards the end of high school, I got really into like flipping stuff on Craigslist. And I never really thought much about it. But then when I got to college, I got really into coding. Um, and so for me, it was kind of interesting once I started putting it towards like a business practice when I got into startups. Um, but just that sort of following uh, – when I had an itch, I scratched it. When I thought something was interesting, I just kind of went all at like to a to a very extreme point. I like staying up to ungodly hours, waking up early, just doing it all the time. And it served me well now that I'm actually like being productive about it. But I do think that um, it's not really like a particular story, but it's definitely something that's been a huge part of just just sort of my story and just being able to do what I do um, mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah. And then what is the most valuable piece of information we should know that's within your expertise or industry? Human connection. So it's kind of interesting how some of the, so we work in fundraising um, technology, but, but specifically fundraising. And uh, I do design, I do product. Um, I didn't get into it because I was interested in fundraising, but I thought there was an interesting problem to be solved. And so much of design is, is, is human, right? It's like human empathy and, you know, where should a button go to make sure someone understands where it should be and, and should do the thing that it's supposed to do without them having to think about it. Um, but that's also very applicable to fundraising. So when, you know, you're thinking about donating, how can we sort of trigger those things to make you want to donate? Um, and at the same time, um, we've learned that, you know, you can only take the technology so far and that the number one reason why a lot of people give to causes, and you'd think it might be because of the cause, it might be because they're, really passionate about the issue. They want to, you know, charitable giving is important to them. But the actual, the number one reason is because someone they know asks them to donate. Like think about how many times you've been probably asked for someone's running a marathon or, you know, they're doing Movember and they're going a mustache. They want to raise money for men's health, whatever it is, someone's asking you to give. Um, you're much more likely to donate than just, you know, seeing a Facebook ad with a, with a sad, with a sad image and a story. Yeah. Um, and so, so that, yeah, the human connection is, is actually pretty, pretty broad, I think, uh, in a lot of industries, but also ours. So uh, my next one for you is if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that be? I'm 23, so that's a tough one. Um, <laughs> so when you were uh, uh, three years old. <laughs> three years old. I had a bad, just... like, really good sense of style back then. and you know, I, <laughs> yeah. Parents were good. So I, I don't know. Life was pretty good. Then. I think the thing I think about when I was younger is, is just like I wish I got technical sooner. Um, like I, I had a great childhood and growing up and, um, like I said, I'm 23 and I just graduated a year ago and college was great. So I could, you know, I could go as far back as I want, but just in general, you know, when I got into coding, it's like learning a language, right? It's like the sooner you learn, the sooner it becomes, you know, um, so much of coding and, and, and design and all this stuff is time. Like, like a lot of people can do it. A lot of people think they can't, but they can. Um, but the, the, the more time you spend doing it, the better you get, it's just faster. You can 
you know, you know what problems to uh, are, are going to happen. And so you can get ahead of them without having to, you know, do, like refactor your code later. So things like that. I just always wish I got technical sooner, but I don't necessarily have regrets just kind of like that. And one other small one is just like, I've had this a lot, just dealing with imposter syndrome. And I just feel like if I could just <laughs> have like an older version of myself just over my shoulder, just being like, everyone feels like an imposter, literally everyone. Like if you're doing something new, that's a good thing. And so don't let that stop you. Don't let that hold you back. Don't let that, you know, uh, you know, make it so that you don't do things that you want to do or things that you think you can't because you're too young or inexperienced. Mm -hmm. And then kind of going down a different path in your opinion, what is the key to happiness? I think it varies. Uh, I think, I think it's definitely a person to person thing for me. It's knowing that I'm at my best. Um, everything from I'm eating well, I'm getting enough sleep, I'm working out, I'm active, pretty much none of those I'm doing right now. Um, <laughs> but I love that feeling when you just feel like you're, you're like fully optimized as a human being. Uh, it's like I'm, I'm doing everything I possibly can to put myself in the best position to be like a healthy, happy person. Um, and I think that applies to like career stuff too. It's definitely a huge source of my happiness, but it's like it kind of starts with those those fundamentals and knowing that like everything I'm doing, I'm at sort of peak performance and I'm, and I'm, I'm doing the best I can because so much of what life is, it's like you just got to deal with the cards you're dealt. You got to just do your best. Um, so if you can like nip those variables in the bud, you know, like I'm doing what I can do to make myself in the best position possible to like succeed and be happy. Um, those are things that are within my control and the rest, you know, are, might be out of my control, but at least I did those sort of intangibles to, you know, put myself in that position. And then what is the best book that you've read and what was the number one thing you learned from that? Hmm. Um, I really like shoe dog with Phil Knight. Um, I like memoirs. I like reading people's stories um, in more of like a narrative form and i just thought it was just like such a great easy read but then also like specific to like the lessons learned um <laughs> there's a story i love in the book where uh he tells a story about how there's you know there's no venture capital when nike's being founded or i guess then it was tiger tiger shoe company or something like that and um he talks about or blues I don't, I don't remember the name but he talks about how he got a bank loan from his from his local bank it's the only place to get money and he, he got it on his father's good name it's just like, these are like OG times of starting, you know, I mean, startups are so sexy now we're starting a company, but back then it was just like, this guy was doing business in like a foreign country, um, you know, well before a lot of the technology we take for granted. And the story is just incredible. It's like, it's just like a great true tale of just success. It doesn't happen overnight. Like it's just, it's gritty, it's hard, it's tough. And I think it just did a really good job of kind of like, you know, <laughs> like Nike, the logo, you know, it, it, someone drew it for like 25 bucks. And it's this iconic brand. You know what I mean? It's like these little things that you're kind of like, huh, <laughs> you know, maybe the, some things are lucky. Some things are, are the hard work. There's, there's a balance there, but other things are just like, you know, uh, uh, it's just interesting to actually like hear the background of some of the stuff that you just, we look at as like so iconic today and how it actually happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is, that's one of my favorite books as well. Um, cool. And then what is your favorite quote and why? Quotes are hard. Um, I'm not great with, with, with quotes. I don't really think in that way, but I, I feel like something that jumps to mind right now is um, I think it's Ben Franklin. Like, don't put off tomorrow what you can do today. Uh -huh. um, it's just like, it's just like, go, go fucking do it. Like, just go, go do it um, and stop like twiddling your thumbs and thinking about it. I think I do that a lot. And so I try to, I think of that one just because I'm like constantly like, I, I plan too much. Sometimes it's like, just go get it done. Just go do it. Um, so yeah, I think that one, I don't know, comes to mind. Absolutely. Well, dude, thanks so much for coming on. The last one I got for you is where can our listeners find you online? 
Um, well, I'm trying to tweet more, so you can hit me up at Max Friedman Eight, Max underscore Friedman Eight, for like my stream of consciousness. Instagram <laughs> for like my life, LinkedIn for self promotion, and uh, of course, GiveButter.com. Awesome. Thanks again, man. Well, thanks, Tyler.